I'm gonna take a second to think about how I'm, I'm gonna start this. Probably by speaking, throwing it out there. You know that is that, that that's a, that's always a plus. That's always a good. Okay, we're back. This is Thinker. This is yet another one of these holiday series type things with 10Q Presents. But I've got my favorite pink haired lady on with me. Trisha, how are you? Hey! I'm doing good. We're in the same state now. Yes, we are in the same state. That's, that is a, a big, big of note. Uh, you know, we, and everybody that follows you uh, on Twitter, got to see, uh, got, got to see your, uh, uh, a little bit of your travels, probably of a little Darth. bit more of, of Darth's travels, uh, than, than anything else. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so for, for anybody that's not caught up on that, um, you know, to, to tell, to tell us, uh, why the, uh, why the, uh, move? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, obviously everybody is in a weird flux state that is 2020. And um, I was in New York and it, really there was no reason to be there. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was dead. There's no, like all the reason that people live in the city and deal with the crap that you have to deal with when you live in the city was gone. And our office, uh, we decided that nobody was going to come in because it didn't make sense to put us, I mean, we're not like essential in as seen as you know in 2020 terms and yeah. we can work from anywhere so we are just kind of taking the time and when my lease was up i was like you know what i'm gonna take this time and go uh, be around humans because i i spent the entire time by myself you know and um so it's been really kind of nice having other people around and i got to come uh be with two of my best friends from college uh we all studied theater and music together and um so it's been really nice Okay. Okay. And, and uh, you, you know, you talked about uh, you talked about uh, spending all that time with yourself and with Darth. Um, yeah. Is 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 that kind of how the uh, the uh, reading uh, cold emails dramatically ended up coming about? It was a, it was a way to kill some time. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yes. Okay. So it's funny. I get asked this all the time. People are like, "Oh my gosh, how did you come up with this idea, Bob?" And I was like, "To be completely fair." I was bored. So I would be working and I get these emails come in and, um, you know, doing some, doing some work and I would read them dramatically to Darth. Right. And his reaction, you've seen the videos. He, he does react to things really funny. So I was like, you know, give me the held tilt or yes, mom, I'm really interested. I want to buy that. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I mentioned it like in passing on Twitter once, like, oh, you know, one of the highlights of my 2020 has been dramatically reading these emails to Darth. And so many people were like, oh, you got to record those. <laughs> and, and I, I was like, um, that's weird. Nobody's going to want to watch me reading these emails, you know? And, um, I have been overwhelmed by the response to these things. I mean, genuine, the first one that I posted got over 11,000 views. And I, I, I honestly was like staring at my phone in shock. You know what oh, I mean? I couldn't yeah. believe it. Well, hey, but, it, but, but, it, but I, I don't know why you can't, I couldn't believe it. You're a talented person oh, and, you're, you're, and you're entertaining, you know? I, 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 
course it's going to get views. I, I mean, hell, especially whenever. What, what, why do you think I asked you on, on for, for me? You know, I don't get views. You get views. <laughs> oh, stop that. You, you get tons of views. What are you talking about? You have some of the biggest names in InfoSec on your show. Yeah, but the, I, 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 I would still dispute looking at the numbers, but okay. Okay, all right. All right. But, but, but to be fair, you know, my, my own story of why I started doing that anyway was I wanted an excuse to be able to talk to other people. Yeah, I get you know? it. And, and, and in the long run, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the numbers. I have fun talking to other people. And if I can, you know, if those conversations come up with something creative that somebody else would enjoy, then there's why I record them. Yep. So, you know, that, that, that is what it is. But it, it, is, it is a truth, though, that part of the reason that I was like, I had Trisha on it's because I got to thinking she's talented I can I, I can see what I can throw her way and uh, see what her talents come up with oh no <laughs> now I'm scared <laughs> oh no you're you were going to be a million times better at it than I ever have hope of being so that's what matters we'll see <laughs> um so uh you know as as we're discussing before we started recording, I was trying really to think what kind of title to, to put to this podcast, this particular one. And I was like, you know what? InfoSec Improv. And so with that, with that being said, the InfoSec Improv is open and it is a holiday season. So we'll do a little bit of InfoSec a little bit of holidays and see and see what happens, you know. So you know we'll we'll, we'll start with a easy one, okay, a, a, a pretty easy one. And uh, let's let, let, let's just say Santa got a new computer, and you are Mrs. Claus, and you're trying to deal with old man Santa with his new computer. Okay. It's, it's, it, and in fact, we'll even we'll even do it um, to do it like a whose line is anyway style, and uh, you know, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll buzz you whenever you hit a high point, and when we cool. on to something else. Awesome. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. What is that thing? Is it, is it a TV? What, is this what the kids all, what is this? What does it even do? Uh, uh, makes a nice sound, I guess. Uh, um, do, how, how do you turn it on? Uh, ah, oh, 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 okay. Uh, let's see, Daddy Claus, what have we got here? Oh, what is this YouTube? Look at all the cats. Is this what people are doing when they're not making toys? How have you taken this long to bring this to me? <laughs> okay let's be clear i thought you were gonna jump in with me so i'm I was, waiting <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I, I was i was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute oh she's waiting on me isn't she you santa in this 
<laughs> oh my god okay this is off to a great start oh that's funny okay oh, but but you know what the way, the way you played it off was was perfectly wonderful i got a kick out of it okay i know now <laughs> okay oh my god that was good okay um Oh. Okay. Okay. So, let's let's say the next one is you are you are Jack Frost trying to conduct a physical penetration test at Santa's headquarters. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let me think. I love Jack Frost. Okay. All right. Hmm. I could freeze the lock and break it open, but that's kind of boring. What could I do? What would Santa be holding most hostage? Ah, the list. The list. It has all the magic. Of course it does. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, let me start. You know what? Those reindeer really like a good carrot. I bet I could talk Rudolph into sneaking me in through the barn. Okay, okay, so let me get a carrot. Um, and then how do I get past, oh, Mrs. Claus. She always is watching because the kitchen is right there with all of her cookies. Okay, what am I gonna do there? Um, Oh, I could go stealth mode. I could go stealth mode and switch around her just for that one. Cause I want to keep this fun. Of course I can be invisible, but that's no fun. Ah, oh, that's what I'll do. I'll blow the pilot out in the pilot light out in the, in the um, oven. She'll go fix that around back. Great. Okay. So I'm back there. Where does he keep his list? You know, he told me once, um, oh no, he didn't tell me. He tweeted it. I'll go look. I'll go find it. Okay, great. Um, uh, okay, it looks like he keeps it in the vault, uh, which is which is secured by two um, two frost authentication. Dang it. Um, so it's immune to my immune to my charm. Okay. Um, you know what? I will ask one of the elves what santa's birthday is i bet you it's that i bet you it's his add in mrs claus maybe try some of the maybe try some of the uh maybe try some of of the reindeer's names and their birthdays i bet you i'd get the safe all right time to go <laughs> okay so then let's let's uh let, let's add on to that the lead elf spots jack frost and what happens next? Okay, lead elf spots Jack Frost. Um, hey, uh, how's it going? Um, okay, okay, maybe, maybe that's not the best way to go about it. Maybe I, maybe I should. Okay, if we don't want to talk, don't want Santa to know that I'm here. So I need to look like I'm here. I need to look like I'm important. I'm a little tall to be an elf, not too much tall enough to be an elf, but I'm a little too tall. Um, and I stick out because I'm wearing blue and everybody else is in red and green for some reason. Um, 
Okay, so let me grab a clipboard. I'm gonna grab a clipboard. That always means something. All right, grab a clipboard, put it in front of my face, and um, uh, duck in into all the elves. Literally, duck into all of into all of the elves. Don't worry, they it'll be fine. And run. Oh man, oh you got me, thinker. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, 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 okay. Well, Jack Frost realizes that he needs the assistance of a four hoof. Mm-hmm. Four hoof, yeah, he needs the, okay, okay, but right. the But the only four hoof figure that is willing to talk to him is that unicorn down the street. <gasps> okay, so here's the unicorn. I will now be cosplaying as both Jack Frost and a unicorn. Okay, let's see. So unicorn. Ugh, another day. Another day of everyone just thinking that because my blood is rainbows and glitter that I have to be happy all the time. And it's around Christmas, so that's even better. Hey, hey, unicorn, hey, how's it going? Oh, oh, unicorns are always willing to help me. Okay, okay, great. Uh, Frost. Of course, this is just what I need. As if my soul wasn't cold enough. Hey, um, so I really need to get into uh, into Santa's workshop. I, I couldn't find any of the reindeer. I really need to get into the uh, into the barn uh, because I I it's so funny. I left my I left my favorite hat there, and um, you know it's really cool. It's a top hat. It's got this like steampunk. I, I really need this hat, and um, I, I left it there. And I was hoping that you would be able to help me out. And why would I do that? you're a unicorn aren't they like nice and helpful and all that not this one what's in it for me well i could put in a good word with the you know with the jolly man uh, if you wanted to maybe be like a reindeer in training I, I personally i think it's just wrong that unicorns have not been included in all the christmas songs i mean listen <laughs> Rudolph, he has a shiny nose. You have a freaking impaler on your head, right? <laughs> um, you know that actually get that, that actually gives me a, a, another good thought. Okay. Unicorn gets invited over by the reindeer to play, and they play reindeer games. <laughs> but there is, but 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 then. The rest of the reindeer start to get to comparing Rudolph's nose to the unicorns. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. This is a different unicorn. I'm just going to make this very clear. Okay. Because that one would not be fun at parties. (laughs) Okay. Oh my goodness. I finally got an invite to the reindeer games. Okay, okay, be cool, be cool, Uni, be cool. All right, all right, so, oh my gosh, it's Rudolph over there. Um, He's like so famous, like, I can't believe I was able to come here. I mean, he's like literally, like there's a whole song about him. Okay, 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 composure, all right. Hey, uh, R- Rudolph? Yo, what's up? New kid, huh? 
yeah, hi. Um, it's my it's my first reindeer games. And I'm I'm really excited. I've been like, I've been like practicing all week. Calm down, calm down. Look, let me just give you the ropes here. All right, those of us, we're different. They aren't even talking. We're the different. We're different. Okay, that's good, but it's gonna be a problem. A a problem? What do you What do you mean? Ah, eh, problem wasn't really the best word, but you'll see. Yo, horn, horny, horny, horn. Did they just call me horny? It's, oh, you should have heard the things that they came up with me the first time. Oh, okay. Um, so, so where, where should we start? Um, well, we had to change everything uh, in our typical reindeer games, considering you could impale us um, with the, the touch football. So um, we've we've moved on to more of a trivia, a trivia game. Are, are you good at are you good at trivia? Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, mostly like uh, mostly, you know, like unicorn trivia. Is that, is that what we're going to be asked? Reindeer trivia, unicorn reindeer trivia. I lost my horn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so bad at improv. I, so I need to tell you this. I did. I didn't, I should have warned you. I took an improv class and it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Improv is so hard and it's a lot of fun, but I feel like I'm terrible. At oh no, you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing good. You're doing good. Yo, hard, hard, hardy. <laughs> I had a moment, I had a moment where I was like, can I say that? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I got to do it. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mark my queens as safe for kids ever anyway. So that, 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 that by far is the, is one of the uh, least offensive things that's probably been said on, on, on a number podcast that I've done so um <laughs> so is, is, so how, how how was that uh improv class you know what what, what kind of what, what kind of stuff did they uh, have you work on to pick up that to try to pick up that skill sure I mean some of it is natural right I mean like when you look at the people at whose line I mean those guys and gals are just absolutely brilliant creative minds. Um, but one of the things that uh, struck me as interesting is how many people doing improv really try to be funny. And this is something that I fall into a lot too. And I've had to work through in my standup as well, um, is they try so hard to be funny and that's not funny to us. We recognize that as you are trying to be funny right now and it's not working. Um, whereas what, what do we find funny in real life? Why, why is it that the person, your best friend is the funniest person that you know better than every top build comedian because they know you and they're just being themselves. Exactly. So, so when you say something silly, um, that's actually a lot funnier than, um, than you know, trying to be. Yeah, it changed oh, yeah. a lot. Well, it, it, it's it, it, it's like, for, for instance, I know that uh, every time somebody cracks up at something that I say, I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? You, you know, and I, I do, whenever people find me funny, I don't know how they do. 
it's just it doesn't make sense in my head mm-hmm. but it's it's that whole idea of there's just that there's just a natural flow of things a natural pace of things and different things uh, get people's attention in different ways and sure. yeah so so i i would guess that it, that uh the skill of improv is probably it's probably between one thinking on your feet two yes. um being natural and and three trying to also recognize that there that if you're doing improv professionally that you're you probably need to make sure that you're you're trending towards things that generally more people than not find funny at least yeah i it's it's very interesting i mean i think and this i think this goes for any artist really but particularly in comedy i think the the skill comes in from also having a lot of life experiences because then you have a rolodex of things that you can pull from so if um like my um one of my best friends who passed away two years ago he used to say that all the time he is to this day, the funniest person I've ever met in my life. And he told me, he goes, Trisha, most of this isn't mine. I heard it somewhere and I created a Rolodex in my head. And when someone says something that cues me up, I say it. And he goes, and some of them were his and he, you know, whatever, but it's true. I think that uh, they, their skill to me, I think mostly comes into memory. They think of something like, okay, how can I work that in? And, you know, they get a prompt. Okay. I can make this work. And, and it's, it's like, you know, pulling that together. It's, it's such an amazing skill. I I have so much respect for improv people. Well, and whenever I was uh, first working on, uh, on uh, uh, undergrad, I ended up taking a fiction writing class mm-hmm. and had one, it was one of those stodgy old you know, English professors. Uh, the, the, the only thing that I found even remotely interesting uh, <laughs> from the man was that whenever he was telling us the very first TV show that he ever watched because he grew up in the Oklahoma City area and he said it was no, it, it wasn't that he grew up in Oklahoma City. It's that he 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 uh, saw the first TV show he saw was Blurry Midget Wrestling from Oklahoma City. There oh, we, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Outside of that, he was he was just this stodgy old guy that it just <laughs> I, I I didn't I I just couldn't latch into to his class very well, but whole point being of even bringing it up is one thing that he did say is to be able to write good fiction you need to be able to write what you know yes if you try to write what is something that you don't know about then it's going to show yeah well we talk about this in acting all the time right like you know if I'm playing a serial killer, um, obviously, well, maybe it's not obvious. I would hope it's obvious, but whatever. I guess I've been called worse than a serial killer. Um, but I, I didn't, I might not have been that, but there, the, when you understand the motivation of the character, why are they doing it? We can all relate to something like that. If it's for revenge, for instance, we can all relate to that. We can all relate to wanting someone to hurt for something that they did to us. Okay, great. I'm going to pull on that. And I think when you when you take it that step further into improv, where you don't know what's coming at you and being able to uh, 
I mean, it really genuinely is amazing. Ricky Gervais, of course, you, it's not a real conversation with me unless I bring him up once. Um, he has had a, um, a podcast called Deadly Serious on Sirius XM. And he would talk about this too. He's like, I improv gives me like hives. Like I would never do that. That stresses me out because I've turned comedy into more of a science than an art. And it, it's, you know, and which is true right that's yeah. what stand-up people do um yeah. and well they, so, once yeah. again they've got they've got to if they expect to make money exactly yeah so yeah but uh no and you talk about that god he got me thinking especially especially considering that you that you mentioned the the whole the serial killer thing it I, i've i've found myself uh watching a lot of shows uh you know, dealing with uh, dealing with uh, serial killers and um, and uh, you know profilers and stuff that really try to understand them and you know figure out why it is that they've done what they've done and yeah. it, you know and I, I I find my I find myself um, you know really you know really able to kind of feel it at my core you know whether whether it's the serial killer or the 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 profiler um you know because uh, it, it, and the, it's the serial killer it's because probably i'm i, I you know I've, I've been thinking about it i was like you know i probably actually could end up being you know that could be something i could do maybe if i studied it um but it but being a profiler i think it, because the there there's like this innate um, empathy that you you really have to be able to have to yep. under to understand the other person and get in the mind of the other person, figure out who they're you know who they are, what they're doing, what's their motivation behind it. But it, but all that's going through my head whenever you're talking about that, and I realize that's why that's why artsy people are so much better at being actors and comedians and improv people. Because that tend, those tend to be the people that have the higher uh, higher capacity toward empathy than than most others. That's a really interesting point. Um, I love that. I thought I knew where you were going with that, and I did not. Um, I also think it's why artists do well in infosec yeah. because you when you were talking about the profiling and stuff listen that was something just completely admittedly i had no idea was such a big part of security mm -hmm. and um when i when i started uh in security of course i was doing mostly uh, hardware stuff so it was more about the bits and bytes like technical the technical specs was interesting to me and it still is um but when i got more into past um like par past the hardware layer and more into security strategy i was like oh, holy cow, this is, th there is so much profiling, so, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, and, and it's, it's so interesting. So yeah, I think to your point, that's, um, that's why I would love to see more artists in InfoSec, even if they're not technical roles, you're going to, we're going to see things that somebody who's in the bits and bytes isn't going to see. I, I say this all the time. Um, the techies speak in ones and zeros and I speak unicorn. There you go. Well, it's, it's some, uh, another person that, uh, that comes to mind uh, along those lines. Um, Jet Kite, you know, anybody that knows her story knows that uh, knows that she originally was a journalist, mm -hmm. and now now she's uh, she's uh, 
doing her thing in uh, physical security. And she is, she's a natural at it. She's, yep. she's a star whenever it comes to it. And, uh, you know, but it being, being that journalist and, you know, that's, that's a skill set that's very easily transferable. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's so many, <laughs> there, there's so many different skill sets that uh, you can have that could make you good in this space without having to, without having to have a CVE to your name or anything like that. Yeah. But I think that's what makes this space so unique. And and I'm sure every industry would say something similar about what makes their industry unique. But I, I will say one of the coolest things to me is how many people I have met in security that have these outlandish backgrounds or hobbies or whatever that, that you would never think would coincide. And then you're like, Oh man, when I think about it, that actually makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't listen, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. I never would have been like, you know, what you really should do is, is use your acting background to become prominent in the InfoSec community. That's a, that's a good, no, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I feel like there are so many people like me out there who, who have done, you know, uh, Stefan set comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. you know, she also had a journalism background and, and fell into it. And, and I love, uh, I love her and her story and everything else, but it's, it, it's a good example of how multiple different things can all come in. And this is so important as to why we need to work together um, mm-hmm. and not enforce, oh, I'm, I'm gonna ramp even for a second. This is why this whole gatekeeping mentality is trash and it needs to go away because Absolutely because there are going to be things that you will miss and there are people out there who wouldn't have missed it. And if you gatekeep them out of there, then it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my blood pressure just. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, being in New York would have been helpful right now because yeah. it'd be cooler and it wouldn't overheat. Yeah, I know. It's been really cool in the mornings, huh? I, I was surprised. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's 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 finally winter. Yeah. So it'll get cool in the mornings, but it's still Texas, and it won't always stay cool. Yeah. Yeah, like it got up to like seventy the other day. I was like, "This is December, okay? Mm-hmm, this is December." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, hey, I re- I remember one year that uh that at the end of October, um, it wasn't Halloween, but it was pretty stinking close but there was a day that it, it was it, it was one of the more northern reaches uh, of the state that there was a high of 98 at the end yeah. of october yikes so yeah that's i i i, I would i i would love to <laughs> I've, said, I've said it to several people before i if i'm going to do the heat i really belong in arizona if mm. i'm not going if i'm not going to do the heat um, you know, I've, I've told a number of people before that I, I would want to go and live in Colorado, but not in Denver proper, but yeah, like if, if, if you know the corridor between Denver and Vail, Georgetown. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. George, Georgetown is picturesque. It's right there in the Valley, right off the interstate. It's, it, it's just outside of the city, but as it, but it's only 30 minutes to get right in the middle of, uh, of Denver from there. 
Mm-hmm. So it, 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 unless the roads are just in horrible shape, but wait a minute, it's Colorado and they they have to do that regularly. They, they, they're, they're good at upkeeping the roads during yes. the winter. Yes, it so makes it, a big difference. Yeah, so it, it, you know, that, that would be the perfect place because I don't have to be in the middle of the city, but it's still easy to get to the city. Yeah. When I was in Connecticut, when I first moved to Connecticut, um, I remember my boss um, at the time, and just just for reference, because it's fun, he looked and sounded just like Joe Pesci and grew up in Brooklyn in a time when that was a very different thing than it is today. And um, like he told me a story once about how he and his friends were like playing ball and found a dead body in a trunk, right? So very different background than what I grew up with. Anyway, so we're sitting there talking and I said, okay, so um, I don't really know how to approach this, but how do we handle snow days, right? And he looked at me and he goes, what? And I said, yeah, like what's the snow day policy? Cause like, I know like it gets a lot of snow up here and, and blah, blah, blah. Me thinking I'm clever to show that I, d- he goes, he goes, you come to work. What do you mean? And I said, even if it snows and he howled, he was like, okay, Texan girl. Yes. We come <laughs> to work when it snows because it snows all the time. And I, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And, and sure enough, but what to, to your point about, they know how to take up the roads. I was blown away by how quickly and, uh, you know, but they have, they have to do that. Right. I mean, it's, um, it's just like whenever uh, we hear of somebody up there who doesn't have air conditioning in your house, you're like, I'm sorry, how is that possible? You know what I'm saying? It's um, it's just funny how when you when you move around different places, even within the country, because it's so big, um, <laughs> just like little things like that. I'll never forget the look on his face, though. He's like, "You come to work, Trisha. What do you mean?" Well, it, it is, and having having worked in TV before, I I do remember uh, a number of times where uh, where I would see, oh, there's going to be this big ice storm that hits Georgia. And then I, the next day, I would see video on the uh, on the news feeds of people horribly, horrible, horrible things happening in traffic in Atlanta. And I'm just like, how do they not understand how to drive safely on the ice? But then after every time I would have a thought like that, I would stop and think, okay, this is probably the first ice storm in at least three years. Yep. So, so yeah, it, it, or, or even there was, uh, there was one time I was in, um, I was in uh, Utah and was heading back to Texas driving and I had uh, stopped in Grand Junction uh-huh. uh, for the night and the next morning I get up and, um, and uh, in Grand Junction, uh, you know, they do have a local, at, at the time at least, this may have changed, it's been a few years, but there was a local ABC station, a local CBS, a local NBC station. And on all those stations in the morning, it was, it, you know, it, it, they talked about the weather a little bit, but it was perfectly, it, it was perfectly fine. Well, they didn't have a local Fox station. So the, so the place I was staying had, uh, had a feed of the Fox station out of Denver. Mm-hmm. And Denver saying, oh, we closed schools for the day. And, and, and the original plan was to drive across I-70 and, st- and uh, stop in 
the southern part of uh, Denver Metro the, the next night. And I saw that. I was like, uh, let's try something different. So ended up going south out of Grand Junction. I was thinking maybe if I get further south, you know, I can go across uh, one of the other one of the other passes and you know avoid a lot of headache. I, I go and I'm going to go. I end up going to go across uh, Monarch Pass, mm-hmm. and um, I get up to about 4,500 feet, and yeah, the roads aren't necessarily good, but I'm still I'm still doing okay. And then at one point I pass where these people were crawling up to the road where it looks like their vehicle had like literally just gone off the road, not just a few minutes oh before. It's like, okay, let's turn around, let's try this again. Right. I tried a couple of other different ways to, and in the long run, I ended up going back up to Grand Junction and across. But at that point, I-70 from starting at Grand Junction going across was in good shape. And it wasn't until I hit the Johnson Eisenhower tunnel where all of a sudden it it got a little bit, a little slick. Gotcha. Um, You know, so it was almost, it was almost like everything in Denver got sent up into, uh, up onto I-70 during the day because, you know, ended up, uh, it was... Morrison that I ended mm-hmm. up staying in that next night and got up the next day and the roads that next morning were like nothing happened That's so crazy. so yeah I, I I can swear that everything that is in Denver went up and worked on I-70 and then they came back and worked in Denver overnight uh-huh so yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, places that have to deal with it more regularly are better at it by far. Yeah, of course they are. I mean, it's it, it. Yeah, it's just it's so funny though how how different it is even within the same country because of the size of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's it's just it's hilarious to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's, and and a lot of that's too is why you know one of. A number of reasons why in New York City so many people use public transportation. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's easier to do that. Yeah, well, it's easier and and it just takes less time. I mean, listen, I have plenty of rants about the subway system, but I will say it could take me the same amount of time in a car to go half a mile than it would for me to do three in the subway, right? And so you know, yeah, it, it's not always intuitive and, um, you know, they change things all the time and whatever, but yeah. Well, they and, do and provide great comedy content though. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and you even talking about how long it takes to get, get through New York City on surface traffic. As that, that makes me think of uh, times that I've uh, listened to Howard Stern and, <laughs> it is, and the, the back and forth that he has with the guy that that drives him every day uh you know some sometimes they they, they he's like why did you end up doing this and going around here yeah well, uh, well it's because it's it, it, it was going to take less time to do this and that and that and her be like but it didn't why did you do that <laughs> that was stupid yeah, i know 
It's so funny. It's well, and the, the crazy thing about it too, is that you never know. So like some, there are certain things that's like, okay, yeah, let's avoid the FDR at all costs because that's just always backed up. But there have been times that I have been in a cab and the FDR was the fastest way. And, and, um, like, I don't know. It's crazy. New York, New York traffic. I mean, I think any city traffic is like this, but particularly ones that are set up to be a city like New York, where mm -hmm. they have, um, certain things that are only one ways. And you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you have to factor that in. And, and when you look at the distance for how long it takes you, you're just like, it really took me an hour and a half to go five miles. Are you joking? Whereas down here, you know, um, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, so yeah. funny. It's so funny to me. <laughs> well, and, it's, and, and the, the, the close, the, the closest I've, uh, I've gotten to, got to having to get around a larger city would be Chicago. Yeah. But the, the one time I went to Chicago, I intentionally just said not renting a car. And uh, I, I was staying downtown anyway. So I, uh, I took the L from O'Hare downtown um, if I needed to go any further than, than a mile or two from where I was staying, I took the L to another stop. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it was, it, it, it was a nice experience, honestly. So, uh, no, it is in, in speaking back to the whole traffic thing in, in New York city and back to Howard Stern mentioned, there have been some times where there was, where there was like super bad weather. Mm -hmm. and and all the guys all the guys with the families and they don't live in manhattan they still they make a point to stay in manhattan yes overnight because yes. the because the traffic getting into manhattan and especially those bridges yes and it can uh, be an issue uh whenever you're coming from outside of manhattan right right and even the um, and that's if you're driving and even with the, the transport into Manhattan, um, it's a lot. I mean, it, it always blew me away how much more crowded the Brooklyn trains were, um, mm -hmm. on work days than some of the Manhattan trains. And it's because everybody's got to, you know, got to get into the city or the, um, even the ones from like the Metro North coming from Connecticut or the New Jersey transit. I mean, they're always a hot mess in the mm -hmm. morning, um, yeah, it's 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 just so funny how different it is now. Um, especially since, uh, so I'm more in a city here, but my parents live in a really remote area, and um, I spent some time with them a couple weeks ago, and I was like, it takes you how long just to get to the city? You know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> so it's, it's just funny. Cause it's, I've been out of it for so long, you know? No, I, 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 I gotcha. I, I used to uh, do work in uh, rural areas uh, for, uh, for years and years. And, you know, furthest I, the furthest I've ever been out of a major city was like three and a half hours. And that's mm -hmm. all, that's all freeway driving. Um, you know, and, I felt that, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't like being smack dab in the middle of the city, but I don't, I don't want the city to be inaccessible. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I really think about the only way that I can make that, that whole being smack dab in the middle of the city would change for me is if like, I was actually in like, like say if I was living and working in downtown Chicago, I could mm -hmm. do that. I could right. do that. 
you know that that's that, that that's good which 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 means that given the right situation in new york i'd probably be good too but well I, comparing cities like chicago and new york to cities like dallas and fort worth there's new york there's chicago then there's dallas yeah right <laughs> that's yeah. why that, that's why i don't like cities is because I'm in an area of the country where cities mean distance. Yes. And not yeah. and, and not always people. Did I tell you? I think I did on our last time about why I got involved with the theater group that I did was because of that. That I was looking at a I was I was looking at a map of Connecticut in the idea that I look at a map of Texas. Mm-hmm. And so I moved to the town that I lived in, I uh, or that I was working in. I uh, got involved with a specific group because it was in that town. And whenever I'll never forget it, we were going to lunch. A group of us were going to lunch, and in five minutes we were in a different city, a different town. Exactly. And exactly. I was like, "Well, because they were like, oh, do you want to go to so and so?" And I was like, "Isn't that in, isn't that in Bloomfield?" And they were like yeah it's yeah right right. it was like what's the (laughs) issue i was like don't we only have an hour because i came in i mean it would take me an hour and a half just to get across fort worth right of course of course Um, el paso to houston is the same distance as el paso to los angeles it's absurd it's just but in the same distance in the northeast you could cross like seven states yeah right right um yeah it's just so it was just so funny um I love that. I love the differences there. And coming back has been interesting because I think I appreciate things a little more than I did. Um, well, a lot more than I did when I was down here um, before. Um, there are certain things. I mean, obviously the food, which we spent a lot of time talking about last mm-hmm. um, last time. Um, so there's that. But even little things, um, you know, just being able to be around other people and having... Um, having people be nice to you in places, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I, sometimes it's annoying. I'll admit sometimes <laughs> it's annoying. Um, because I'm like, I don't, I didn't come in here for you to tell me your life story, mate. I came in here to like buy gum, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's, it's really nice to not have, um, you know, to at least be greeted. Sometimes. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. No, well, and, and I, I totally get that because because uh, like in the time I spent in Arizona, for instance, while I didn't, while I wasn't like living and working in Phoenix Metro, um, you know, the, the, the area I was living and working in, um, you know, it, it was it, it was similar, similar affinities uh, to what you run in in most places in Texas, but not, you know, that that's that, that's not necessarily my speed. So anytime I was actually down in Phoenix and interacted with people in Phoenix, well, what is, what is Phoenix? It's New England South is what yeah, it is. It is. And, yeah. it, and uh, you know, I, I appreciated not always having to run into people that it was, oh, bless your heart. And you never know for sure exactly what they're thinking though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I, well, I appreciate it, knowing what people are thinking. 
Well, oh yeah, no, of course. And, and I think that's why I did so well up there and why I kind of found my own as a human being and, um, and an employee and everything up there is because I am a very blunt person and I always have been, and that's not always well received down here. So, um, it was, a it was a point of contention, uh, with some people that were like, oh, Trisha, like, oh, Trisha's a bitch, Trisha's this, Trisha. no, I'm, I'm honest, right? I'm just up front. So I really uh, expected that actually a funny story. So when I was with my parents, not too long ago, we went to the store and of course they bag your groceries for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always use self-checkout anyway, whenever you can find me in a grocery store, I have been more in a grocery store more since I've moved down here, by the way, than I have the entire time I lived in New York city. Okay. Um, so I went, well, it's cause, it's cause bodegas are awesome. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, but also just delivery. And I don't know. So, that um, too. So we, um, we went in there and I'm sitting there and this, this kid is doing his best, right. Um, just bagging these groceries and I'm sitting and I'm like recognizing that I'm being rude, but I'm like, what, this is so long. It's taking so I would have had this done. Right. So I go, I get outside and I said, mom, how do you deal with how slow it is? And she just started laughing. She goes, Trisha, that was fast. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Uh, and so it's like, it's just really funny. I, I think the speed of things has, has been a little bit of an adjustment, but it's, um, it's, it was so funny. That was like the perfect example of like the difference that time, like in new England and New York will do to you when you come down. You know what I'm saying? It was Absolutely. so funny. Yeah. So yeah. funny. Okay. So, uh, so, uh, bef before we wrap up, let's circle back, let's circle back around to, uh, to a holiday question. Okay. So what's, what's, uh, one big holiday tradition that you've created for yourself up in New York that you pretty much, there's no way you're going to be able to pull it off while you're in Texas. Oh, Oh, okay. I guess this one would apply just because I have roommates now. So, um, every new year, right. Um, I never went out. I never, uh, did anything because New York in New York, uh, New Year's is a mess. Um, also I, known as batshit crazy. Correct. And I, um, I would always get myself for Christmas, a brand new puzzle. Um, and it was always the most challenging one I would do all year, whether that meant it was a really tough pattern or it had a lot of pieces and every new year's, um, new year's, uh, Eve, I would stay up and I'd have the ball on whatever, listening to on with, with no sound. Cause, ugh. um, and I'd be playing my Alfie bow or my Ricky or whatever it is. And, um, I do my puzzle and I stay up all night and uh, finish the puzzle. And then on New Year's Day, whenever I finally wake up, um, I do a big just spring or like spring cleaning, winter cleaning, whatever, mm -hmm. and get rid of everything that I haven't used the year before, or I don't really have use for it. And I go donate it on the second. Um, and it's, uh, it was something that really um, helped uh, helped whenever I, you know what I'm saying? Cause it was like, all right, I don't really want to do anything. I'm not really the party type anyway. So mm -hmm. this is, this is good. And it made me feel like I was doing starting the year off productive. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, a, a lot more people out there would actually benefit from doing that kind of stuff anyway, whether they donated or not. Just, just like, okay, this hasn't been touched. It needs to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been learning how to do that better the last few years myself because it's just clutter can do things to you that you don't realize it really does well move cross country that's a good way to get rid of all the clutter my goodness oh gracious. Yeah. well hey well not only move cross country but move cross country and only what you can fit in your car that's what we did yeah yes yes, yes. I, I've, I, I've, I i've i've done that like like literally a four-door sedan and the only room left after i packed the car was was just what i needed to drive it yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Um, you learn what is really important and what's not, Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and you know, one of these days I'm probably going to find myself in a position of like, nope, just get rid of it all, get an RV. And my you know, mom it, was talking about that. Yeah. It, well, it was, it, I mean, the, 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 the kind of, the kind of work I do these days anyway, you know, yeah. the, the, the reality of needing to actually physically be somewhere. Yeah. No, Honestly, it, I it, think that's so cool. I, and, and you get to, you get to move wherever you want to. I mean, I think that's so awesome. Like just the idea of being like, Hmm, I think I want to go to the grand Canyon today. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be really cool. As long as you have an internet connection and everything else. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, because because uh, if you do it right, the only uh, the, the only bill that you might have is the is the payment on your RV. Yeah, because goodness goodness knows, very few people could ever figure out how to pay for one outright with how sure. expensive they are. Um, but have a PO box somewhere that somebody trusted can check for you at least once a week. Otherwise, you really yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to not have attachment to any one place anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, and I hope that something that's come out of this horrible year that we have had is that companies realize that people are more important than their property. And if you have somebody who is really good, um, and they want to move somewhere else, then they want to move somewhere else. Um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. Oh, I, and I, and I got to ask one more question. Hi, Darth. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Somebody's no, that's, outside. That's, that's okay. I'm actually surprised that my, that my cats haven't uh, come in the room and uh, um, expressed their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you move back to Texas, you, even albeit at some level temporarily, because I anticipate you, you, you probably you probably want to be back in New York whenever. Oh whenever, yeah, when yeah. we when we go back into the office, I'll be going back. This was yeah. a temporary move. Yep. So, but but so, how, how much have you actually seen your parents now that you live within even less than a half a day of getting to them? Uh, yeah, I spent like two whole weeks with them, um, and it was nice. They. Um, you know, they live in a very remote area. And so Darth and I um, went out and, and spent um, Thanksgiving with them. And it was just, it was very small. It was, you know, me and my brother and the two, uh, my two parents. And um, we, you know, 
responsibly. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we are responsible, but um, yeah, so I've actually gotten to see them and I'll get to see them again for the holidays. And, um, and this is the first time in six years that I've been home for the holidays. Wow. Um, I usually spend them by myself. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've gotten to spend a lot of time and, uh, and it's been, it's been nice. I, I think I needed it, you know, uh, to come back and kind of like chill out if you will. Yeah. Hey, well, it, it, you, you know, whenever you go back to the city, uh, it's, they're, uh, um, it's a, it's a gap smash. Oh yeah. Yes. She's I know. Connecticut now. I know. I know. I know. I, I had actually DM'd her when she moved and I was like, I go up to Connecticut all the time. Cause I still have so many friends up there and we were planning something and then all this trash happened. And I was yeah. like, yeah. So, um, no, I'm, I'm definitely like, she's already on my list for that. <laughs> for hey, sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, you know, cause you know what I, I get the, I, I, I'm it's, it, it, it's uh you know funny i'm i'm definitely by far an extrovert but i need my alone time so yes. i get it I, I i totally get it um so but no we we, we, we all still need human contact it, yeah. it's, you know zoom zoom is better than nothing um but <laughs> zoom is not even it is not even always the best thing yeah yeah agreed it's um I didn't realize how much it had affected me either until I was around humans again. And I was like, wow, this is like not an acceptable behavior for me. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it was like, it was a big, it was a big moment there for, for a minute. And then, I, and then um, what I will say is that um, it has been, I'm so glad that I moved in with people that I already knew. And, you know, we, I've, I've lived with um, my roommate before and we all, you know, whatever, but it was, um, it was really sorely needed. I did not realize how lonely I was. And even talking to people um, on the internet, literally all day long, that is basically my job. Right. And it, there was, there was that first hug that I had from my mom. She was the first person I had hugged since this whole thing started. And I started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, this is, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was yeah. really weird. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure Darth has loved the, uh, the reprieve from the city because he probably has some room to run around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, my parents have cattle and, and there's deer everywhere and, and, um, so he got to be uh, quite the little country dog. I will say this. I have had country dogs my entire life, like farm dogs my whole life. And not one of them would ever pass a cattle grade. My little city dog just darts over it like it's nothing. So I, I just laughed so hard. My mom, when I, my mom didn't believe me. She's like, he doesn't cross the category. I said, come watch him. And sure enough, his little prancy like walks right over it. Oh, he's, he's um, probably, he's probably had the crossover worse in the city. Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Um, yeah, but it was, uh, no, he's, he's enjoying it. And, and, um, we have two cats, um, here as well. So he's made some new friends and that's been fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up, but, but, uh, before we do, uh, one, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go pull a uh, 
clip of your dramatically reading cold, cold emails and drop a few seconds in right here. Oh. Next up, put your hands together for dramatically reading cold sales emails, episode 13, The Bombing Comic. Hello, renditioninfosec.com owner. How are we doing tonight? I was browsing your website and found that you are spending a fair more of money on AdWords, but your campaign is all going waste. Uh, better switch to something best successful and cost-effective. Um, mm, our organic listing solution will offer assured results within a short time period compared to AdWords. Um, if interested, then feel free to ask us. We can share a detailed proposal with the client portfolio and testimonials. Uh, for quick communication, you can share your phone or WhatsApp number. I look forward to hearing from you with warm regards. So plugging your creative efforts uh, and, uh, you know, give you, give you a second since you've had holistic cyber over your shoulder this entire time. If oh. you want to say anything of... Sorry. <laughs> no, by no, that's okay. By but but by, by all means, if you if you want to say something about your employer, by all means. Oh, I mean, we defend what matters. That's what we do. No, I uh, uh, I I will say something uh, kind of about what we do, but more a token of appreciation. Um, I have really uh, I've really come to realize how important having an employer who appreciates your creativity is. And um, so kind of tying in the DRCSE and the employer together. Um, I have been in the position before where I would start doing something that I really enjoyed and brought me a lot of joy. Um, and thus also brings more awareness to the company um, and was shot down or belittled or whatever. And um, I gotta say, they have really done a lot of good for me in that regard um, and supported me and whatever. So I do appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate them very much. And whenever you get people appreciating what you're doing um, and allowing you to do what you, uh, what you can do well, um, that, that only pays dividends for them too. You know, it, it's, it, it's a nice mutual uh, beneficial existence right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that, by the way, we can pencil in for next time for our little rant session because uh, we have you get, uh, need to get Stefan second on that one, too, because we we go on just absolute rants about corporate <laughs> behaviors. Hey, yeah, it, you know, rant, rants can be fun. And, uh, and goodness knows if we do that. <laughs> that, that 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 could be just a moment for me to just kick back and just take it all <laughs> i see so, sometimes situations like that i just i i just like to be there when it's going on and just sure. take it and to take it all in so no it's so so yeah sounds good to me so. well thank you all for right. having me again absolutely absolutely you are all <coughs> excuse me you are always welcome to come on and uh it, Hey, you're, you're wonderful. You're um, wonderful. Um, um, thank, I hope that I wasn't too terrible at improv. Oh, no, 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 no. 
you had you you had me just in stitches. <laughs> So I, 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 I am not a very big, uh, I'm a very big out loud laugher. So, so what you could see is uh, so what you could see and uh, hear or not hear of me. That, that, that is the, my equivalent of LOL or ROFL. Um, Perfect. So I, 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 I promise that it actually is the truth. Okay. So, I believe you. I believe you. All right. So yeah. Thank you, Tricia. Um, have a have a good rest of the holidays and uh i'll talk to you whenever i talk to you next you too bye